The Sober Highway Podcast is brought to you by our good friends and sponsors, Brainwashed Coffee Company. Coffee is very important to the recovery community, but you already knew that if you've been listening to our show. What's even more important is the fact that Brainwashed Coffee Company donates 50% of their profits to people in addiction recovery. They've been taking good care of Anika and I for a while now, and now they want to take care of you. They're launching an all-new subscription service, which will bring fresh coffee on a monthly, bi-weekly, or even a weekly basis straight to your front door. If you head over to brainwashedcoffeeco.com and use the code SOBERHIGHWAY at checkout, you'll get $5 off your first coffee order. Plus, if you order three or more bags, you'll get free shipping. Again, head over to brainwashedcoffeeco.com and use the promo code SOBERHIGHWAY at checkout and help support an amazing brand giving back to people in recovery. Hey, everyone. Today is Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. And that means it's time for the Jackie Robinson, episode 42 of your favorite recovery talk show, The Sober Highway Podcast. Well, we've arrived. It's officially the holiday season. Anika and I felt that it would be a great opportunity to do an episode on how to make it through those holiday dinners with family and friends and maintain your sobriety. As always, we do the fantasy football update. And before we depart, we each share what we are grateful for this year. All right, let's just get into it. Get ready, get set, let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Anika. And my name is Dan. And welcome to your favorite recovery talk show, The Sober Highway Podcast. We are two young social workers who have dedicated our lives and careers to affecting change in the addiction recovery community. We want to use this podcast as a platform to take the things that we have learned over the course of our careers and share it with our listeners. At the end of the day, we hope to inspire as many people as we can to make a change and live a sober lifestyle that works for them. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. How was your week? Okay, good. Um, it was actually pretty good. We just got back from doing some of our venue tours. Uh, we literally just walked in maybe like, I don't know, 10 minutes ago. Okay. And we were we were blown away at how drastically different these two venues were. Uh. The first venue we went to was called The Feast at Round Hill, and it was in, like, Washingtonville, so it's, like, 20 minutes or so away from where uh, where her parents live. It's so funny, because I looked at that place. I mean, I didn't actually end up going to see it because COVID happened, yeah. but I was looking online at that place because it looked really nice. Well, I don't know what type of... I don't know what type of vibe you were looking for, but for us, we went there because we went there because our, you know, my parents were pushing that venue on us because apparently like they knew someone who got married there and they were like, oh, it's all inclusive and, you know, the price is good, whatever. Sorry, my chair keeps creaking. Sorry, everybody for listening. Um, But like it just wasn't it just wasn't the vibe we were looking for. Um, the outside of the vet, like the outside of the property was really nice, but like 
the 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 dining room and the dance like the dancing area are were separated by like a wall with French doors. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so we didn't really care for that. Um, if it was a if we had a smaller guest list, we probably could have gotten away with that place. But again, just like the decor in there wasn't really what wasn't really our vibe. Okay. Um, but then the second place we went to, we Michelle fell in love with. Um, it was called uh, Dramatic Hall in Peekskill. I have not heard of that one. That place was absolutely amazing. Uh, the, the, I think, I believe it was the owner of the building, uh, was there and he basically showed us every square foot of the building, like where the bridal suite is, where the groom suite is. He showed us the kitchen. He showed us everything. Um, he, you know, they gave us a, uh, they gave us all these papers to take home and look over. Uh, it was more thorough of a tour than the first place. Okay. Um, the only thing was, this guy was, this guy was talking fairly quick and I was having trouble a little bit keeping up with what he was saying. And he was just saying all these things that were like add-ons and, and whatnot. And as he was just saying add-on and add-on and add-on, I was like, I just, I just kept seeing dollar signs. In the I was just going to say that's exactly what you see, right? <laughs> right. And, um, you know, it was, it was... It was just very overwhelming to me because he was moving so fast and showing me all these things that it was it was difficult for me to compute it in my head. But once I, you know, you know, Michelle, Michelle is really good with bringing me, you know, bringing me down and like kind of making me more calm. Mm -hmm. And she's going to she's going to take care of all the planning. I have confidence in her that she's going to take care of it and she's going to do a good job. And I, I don't mind interjecting my opinion. Shut that baby up, damn it. <laughs> oh, it's no, okay, it's all, it's it's okay, all good. Buddy. Um, what was I going to say? She, you know, she's, she's a much more organized person than I am. So I'm perfectly fine with her taking the reins with everything. And, um, you know, I'll interject my opinion where she thinks where she thinks it's appropriate. Um, but for the most part, we really like that place. I think if all the other places, um, you know, if all the other places are like the first place we saw, then we'll probably end up with this place. Um, the one thing I did catch was that the owner of the place can be like a day of they call he called it day of service which is basically like for i think it was like for fifty dollars an hour he'll run the show like he'll he'll basically oversee everything that comes in and out of the building he'll make sure that the party runs smoothly you know whether it's front of the house back of the house whatever it is he'll take care of it so for me that just makes me feel better because i I just I I basically want to be a guest at my own party, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, and, well, I think for especially for a wedding, like you should have somebody that's running everything the day of, like an event coordinator. Yeah, so he and because he's the owner of the building and he knows where everything goes and where everything's supposed to be, he can work with the DJ and make sure that the food coordinates with the music and whatnot. Um, I'll show you. 
I'll show you pictures of this place. It's absolutely, it's crazy. Let me see if I can. Oh, they have a, they have a 3D, like a 360 tour of the place. But I'll, I'll share my screen with you so you can see. Uh, Chrome tab. So th these are pictures on the knot. So this is the venue. Okay. Um, how do I how do I make these pictures bigger? I don't know, but essentially, it's you can fit. We can fit about a hundred and eight people or so on the floor, and then on the stage would be essentially be where the bridal party is. Mm-hmm. And then this second floor area is like where the cocktail hour would be. Um, and the the bar is on the other side. I'm trying to see if there's a picture of it. But essentially the building is, is all – it's all brand new. It's all been like freshly renovated and stuff. Nice. So essentially these long tables here – would be moved to the side and the ceremony would be in the middle of the floor. And then once the ceremony's over, everybody would move upstairs to the cocktail area. Uh, and they would basically transition the first, the first floor into the, into the reception, which takes about 15, 20 minutes. But by then everybody will be upstairs and then, you know, it goes from there. Yeah. That sounds nice. It looks like a nice place. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. The guy was was very uh, very accommodating and able to answer all of our questions. So we'll see. Nice. Um, how was your? Um, it was pretty good. I mean, the the usual uh, adjusting to to mom life. So very yeah. little sleep. <laughs> um, but. Went over to my sister-in-law's for a little, brought the okay. baby, um, and he he was pretty good. So yeah. We we watched a Christmas movie. Okay. Um, Even though it's Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet. I know. She well she she's a big Christmas movie fan. Okay. So we were like, oh, we're going to go over and watch it, you know, just to like give us kind of like a little break from doing too much and mom lifing and parent lifing, dad lifing, you know. Yeah. Um, so they they were kind of like hanging out with the baby and stuff. So we got to relax a little. Gotcha. Which was gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um. So why? Okay. So we have a really interesting um discussion for our listeners, right? Don't we? Yeah. Are we going with uh, what I had uh, sent you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. So I, I thought this was kind of like a time appropriate thing, right? Um, for it's, it's based off of this, this article, but we've talked about this on this podcast before, actually very early in the podcast life, mm -hmm. um, basically like tips for not drinking during the holidays. Right. So Thanksgiving kind of kicks off the holiday season. And I think between like Thanksgiving and January, there's like 26 holidays or something crazy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, they, they typically think about 
Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's as being the big, the big ones that people are typically exposed to like a lot of drinking in particular, not as much drunk use because it's not kind of like socially acceptable in most circles, right? So this kind of focuses a little more on drinking, but the tips still apply for drug use as well, right? right? Um, you know, and I think especially in early recovery, it's one of the things I hear from clients is it's really hard. <laughs> um, Jonah's to, got something to say. Yes, Jonah definitely has something to say. Um, it's very hard to say no to a drink in early recovery, right? Yeah. Agreed. You know, like everybody else around me has a cocktail or a glass of wine or whatever it is. Right. Um, and a lot of emotions come up to, for people in early sobriety as well because of that, right? So I'm mm -hmm. left out. I'm not part of, um, I'm not fun anymore. I'm not, you know, what else can you think of that people kind of think or say? In terms of what? Like feeling kind of like left out about not drinking or excuses of why they should drink for the holidays. And what was it that you said? I'm sorry. I spaced out for a sec. <laughs> This is just a product uh, of my disease here. I'm sorry. Uh, just, you know, like people will say like, oh, I'm no fun or, you know, everybody else is and I'm feeling left out. Um, fuck it. One glass won't hurt. Yeah, fuck it. Um, it can't be that bad. I'll I'll get back on the wagon tomorrow. Those are all, I honestly, those are like the top, those are like the top excuses. I would agree for sure. So. so for those of you that are um, listening on or watching me on TikTok that can't hear what my co-host is saying, uh, welcome to the uh, to the live video. Um, right now, um, my co-host and I are talking about um, tips for having a so for maintaining sobriety through the holiday season. Uh, so the first tip. Uh, that we have that we'd like to share with you guys is um, don't show up too early if you can avoid it, right? A lot of times at Thanksgiving, uh, at Thanksgiving dinners, uh, people tend to drink a lot before the meal. So if you're an invited guest, um, you know, bring bring something that you've that you've prepared to the to the event rather than making it there. Um, if you want to help the host out. Uh, you can always offer to help clean up after the meal, which will also keep you busy. Right? And I, that, I think that's a pretty good one to start. Yeah. And, and, like, also know your crowd, too, right? So, like, typically, for the most part, we know the people's house who we're going to or apartment, whatever. And so, like, if you know that they're people that really, like, pregame, right? And, like, are drinking before. Like, that's definitely yeah. a situation that you don't want to show up too early. But the opposite can happen as well, right? So there's some families that it's like, after the meal, everyone's drinking, right? And like, mm -hmm. that might be like, actually, it's better to go early, right? And then leave early. So kind of thinking about the crowd that you're with. Mm -hmm. Also, what I noticed that some people do is, at least with, with big families is, um, you know, they'll go to one family's house for a dinner. Like, for example, like if, if Michelle's family was a lot closer to mine, we would say go – we would go to my parents' house for dinner and then we would go to her parents' house for dessert, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, for example, if you're if you know people like to drink after the meal, you could say, hey, we're going to go to this so and so's house for dessert because we were here for dinner. We want to make sure that we see as many people as possible. Something like that. Maybe that could help you, too. Yeah. Or also just saying, like, well, I'm driving to another place. Right. So I can't, I can't drink. Right. Exactly. Right. If you have a long if you have a long trip home, that's the number one rule. Right. I got to drive home. I can't be drinking. Yeah. Um, the second tip is have alcohol free friends um, kind of lined up and on speed dial. Right. Absolutely. So like this is where if you are part of a, a support group, right, a 12 step program, smart recovery, something like that. Um, keeping people in the program close to you, um, talking to them on, on major holidays or leading up to them. I know that um, at least in 12-step programs, a lot of them have like what they call alcathons, right? And so those are, oh, so they are um, run by like a county, like Nassau County normally has an alcathon where they have a meeting every hour on the hour on Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, New Year's oh, Day. Oh, yep, yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and so, you know, checking out your local like 12-step AA, NA programs, typically they may have some of those. Yeah, look up your um, – we'll post the link. I'll see if I can find the link for New York City, Nassau County, and Suffolk County's AA intergroup. Yeah. They usually have an intergroup website, and we can, we can post the links for you guys there. Um, but yeah, like also, even if you just have friends that don't drink, you know, for other reasons that aren't necessarily in the program, keeping those kind of nearby too, so that they can kind of support you, kind of cheer you on. Like, yeah, you don't need a drink. Like, right. Uh, the next two kind of go hand in hand, I would say. Yeah. Um, make sure that you bring your favorite non-alcoholic beverage with you to the, to the party and always make sure that you have a drink in your hand. And if possible, also, if you're at a place where, um, say, um, where your beverages are being served, say, from a bar, put that little red straw in there, you know? Um, a lot of times I've noticed people ask you whether or not you're drinking or if you want to drink when you don't have one in your hand. So if you have a drink in your hand, you're being social, you're talking to people, you're having a good time, people aren't going to worry about whether or not you're trying to get intoxicated. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, people are just going to be like, oh, you have a drink in your hand. Nobody really is asking like, oh, what are you drinking? Exactly. And honestly, if if someone – if you're just drinking a Coke and they ask you what's in your what's in your cup, you could tell them rum and Coke. And if they say no – if they, or if they say, "Oh, can I can I have a taste?" You can say, "Uh, COVID, no thanks." Yeah. You don't want their mouth. You don't want their mouth near your cup. That's it. And I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been anywhere that people are like, so like maybe if they're offering you a drink, right? They're like, "Oh, so what are you drinking?" Because they're trying to get you a drink. But like mm-hmm. nobody's saying they're asking and like asking for a taste and like. Exactly. And if they say, and if they say, hey, oh, you said this is rum and coke. There's no rum in this. It, you could tell them, oh, maybe it's because you're you're already drunk. You can't even taste the rum. <laughs> um, uh, why don't you take the next uh, the next one? Next one is um, having an escape plan. So we've talked about this a lot, right? Um, so making sure that um, you're able to leave, whether that's driving yourself, calling an Uber. Mm-hmm. 
um, having a friend or family member uh, kind of knowing that like you have a way to leave whenever you want can lower your anxiety um, and make you feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, The next two, again, also kind of go hand in hand, right? You always want to make sure that you take care of yourself first. I feel like this one should have been like these last two could have kind of kind of been at the end, but you want to make sure that you take care of yourself first. Your so, your sobriety is your number one priority at this mm-hmm. event. Period. Yeah. Okay. And remembering, and what, like, no, what other people think of you is none of your your business. None of their business. No, it's none of your business. You what shouldn't care pe- what other people think about you. Okay. Okay. That, okay. Now I understand. And and the second one is play the tape forward, right? When you're looking at when you're looking at that bar, when you're looking at you know that 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 uh, that spiked cider punch bowl, whatever it is that's sitting on the table there, think back to holidays past where you've gotten trashed at the Thanksgiving dinner or at the Christmas party, and how much of a fool you made yourself look like. Do you really want to subject yourself to that again? Is it worth it? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> Yeah, probably not as is right. I remember I was working at this um, outpatient uh, medical facility one year. And, Uh um, you know, some of the the co-workers were like pretty big drinkers. And I had just started the job like, you know, earlier that month. And Mm -hmm. they were making like such a big deal about like people drinking and like, oh, remember last year when that person got drunk? And I was like, oh, that sounds awful. (laughs) Like it did not sound like a pleasant thing i'd be like i'd be mortified if that were me i i would too like i especially in a professional in a professional environment i would never want to be so i don't think i would i i've never put myself in that situation nor would i ever where i would get so intoxicated in front of coworkers because that's you know that that's going to be the talk of the office when you go in next week you know it's just not worth it um the next, next go ahead the next one um let the people know let people um know that you won't be drinking so like if you can this may not always be the case right but like if you're going to somebody's house you could kind of let them know like hey like i'm not drinking this holiday season or you know i'm trying not to drink really right now so could you be supportive right um mm-hmm. uh, you know most hosts will be very gracious about it um but also if that's not possible or you don't feel comfortable maybe telling one person that's going to be there so whether it's a friend or a family member letting them know um that you're not drinking so that they can kind of again be supportive kind of remind you maybe if you need that right i totally agree the um, next one actually goes with it as well. Bring a friend with you who also won't be drinking. So if you're a support person can also not drink, that could be like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just feeling like, oh, I'm not the only one. Somebody else is doing it too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, one time, uh, one of the things that I heard someone do once is he, uh, a former patient of mine said that uh, he took he took his sponsor uh, he took his sponsor with him to his Thanksgiving family uh, family meal, and he told me that he told his family that this was just a friend of his, 
and you know his family wasn't having Thanksgiving this year because everybody was so spread out across the country. And he was like, I told, he was like, I told my, I told this guy that my mom makes the best, you know, stuffing. And he was like, oh, I have to try it. So I brought him here to try the stuffing. And then that's, then then that's your 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 wingman for the whole night. You guys are gonna have fun at the at the Thanksgiving party together, and you can make sure that each of you both stay sober. Yeah. Um, the next one is a big one. Um, make sure to avoid things that trigger you while you're at the party, right? Trigger, a trigger can literally be anything. It could be a person, it could be a place, it could be a food, it could be a certain smell, right? We don't know, you don't know that something could trick is going to trigger you until after you're already triggered by it. So, um, if this is, if this is something that you're working on, try to, you know, Sit down and think about these things before you go to the party. What could possibly trigger me and how can I avoid them while I'm there? And if the list is too long for you and you don't feel like you can make it through that ven- uh, through that uh, that party safely, then just don't go. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm sure that if you explain to the host that you're doing this in the interest of your recovery, I think they'll understand yeah. All right, go um, ahead. The next one is accept that holidays may look different now. Um, that one I think could be very difficult. And kind of sometimes the nostalgia of the holidays or drinking and, and festivity and merriment, right, is kind of the memories that come up, not the the shit show, hot mess. Uh, my ho- whole family wanted to like, kick me out you know those type of things aren't the ones that people are typically remembering it's normally the, the good times when it, things were, were going well um so you know again kind of just remembering that that's only a piece of it mm-hmm. right um and and knowing that it's okay if things look different different isn't necessarily bad different could be a good thing right um the second thing to think about is if- you know, keep in mind what the holiday season's about, right? What is what is Thanksgiving really about, right? What are you what are you grateful for? You know, um, at my, you know, when I when I was in school, every you know the day before Thanksgiving break, everyone would be like, all right, everybody in the class is going to go around and we're going to say what we're grateful for, right? And um, the last couple Thanksgivings, I've actually, when I sit down with my family and I say, before we sit and we have, and we start eating, I want everybody should go around the table and say what they're grateful for. And, you know, that's exactly what I think you should, you know, you know, what you can do before you go to this dinner is think about what you're grateful for and why you're going to this Thanksgiving dinner to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, thinking about for any other holidays you celebrate, the same type of thing, right? Like, what is this holiday really about? Um, what is the message that, that is really meant of the holiday? Exactly. Um, another thing that, that you could do is start new traditions, right? Um, so thinking about like fall festivities might be going apple or pumpkin picking, doing a Friendsgiving um, without any alcohol. Um, for some of the holidays, again, it could be like, matching pajamas and movies or um any like hot cocoa things like that um where you could kind of create something new and special without Mm -hmm. any alcohol 
the set uh the next tip uh i think we're up to 14 now mm-hmm. is give yourself something to look forward to right give your plan a plan a reward for yourself right if i'm able to make it tell yourself if i'm able to get through this um you know through this this evening uh you know without using any substances then i'm going to treat myself to say a workout class or a massage or something like that i would say you know um hit up an early black friday sale right a lot of a lot of uh stores now are opening their doors for black friday sales like super early like sometimes even late thursday night so after the meal Head over to like a Best Buy or a Target or something and treat yourself something to something there for Black Friday. Well, not Target because Target's going to be closed on Thanksgiving. Get out, really? Yeah, from now on. Um, so people can spend time with family. But there's good. always online shopping. Right. Well, I think online shop, at least for me, it's very easy to get carried away. <laughs> I would agree with that. My yeah. Amazon cart, I'm like, add, add, and then I have to like go back and be like, do I actually need this before I hit purchase? <laughs> Speaking of Amazon, I ordered some I have something that's supposed to that was supposed to be delivered 2 days ago and it's running late and Me too. I have like five things. So annoying. It's funny because like I ordered this thing like a week like almost a week ago. They said it was going to be delivered 2 days ago and I ordered I ordered something like two days ago it already came and i'm still mm-hmm. waiting for this thing i ordered almost a week ago it's ridiculous yeah um let's see here um, the next one go ahead. is um they call it a toolbox i call it a calm down box um okay. you could call it a recovery box call it whatever Ooh. the hell you want um but basically it is kind of like a box or bag that has some items that kind of engage all of your senses to help calm some anxiety, racing thoughts, urges, things like that without drugs and alcohol. So, um, you know, it could be like a a nice tea bag, piece of chocolate for like taste, right? Um, Something like fuzzy, like fuzzy socks or um, like one of those little fuzzy keychains, right? Something that you could touch to have like that tactile stimulation, a fidget cube, anything like that. I had a patient of mine once. He used to keep his um, he used to keep his sobriety coins mm-hmm. in his uh, in his pocket, and whenever he would feel or you know whenever he would feel triggered, he would you know put his hand in his pocket and you know jingle his his coins. Yeah. Um, so it could be your toolbox can be as small or as big as you want. Yeah, but I like to engage all the five senses. Right. Right. Um, or to do either like a physical, spiritual, mental. Okay. Right. So you get your your holistic approach. So thinking about those type of things when making that toolbox, I think is kind of cool. Good idea. I like that. Um, the next one is give yourself a breather. Right. So if you're at the party, if you're at you're at dinner, um, if you start feeling overwhelmed, take a step back. Excuse yourself from the table. Right. If you need to go to the bathroom, sit in the bathroom and reflect, right? No one's going to bother you while you're in the bathroom, right? It's socially unacceptable to talk to someone while they're in the bathroom. Um, if you want, if you want, if you can, go out to the backyard, grab, get some fresh air, take a walk around the block if you have to. Um, if you're someone who, who smokes, we're not encouraging people to smoke here on the podcast, but if you already smoke 
and there's someone else at the party that is also a smoker, say, ah, crap, I need to go out and smoke. I need a cigarette. You want to come out and smoke a cigarette with me? Nine times out of ten, they'll say, yeah, let's go. And you can go out to the front porch. You smoke a cigarette. For a few minutes, you go back inside. Or if somebody right. has a pet asking if you could take their dog out for a walk. Beautiful. That's e- that's an even better idea. Um, um, the last one, basically, is don't go. Right? If we talked feel, about it before. If, if you don't feel comfortable, right? If you feel like, if I go, I'm definitely going to drink or use, don't go. Create right. an alternative plan of something to do, whether it's like binge-watching some movies, um, going to meetings, um, calling friends, whatever it is. Um, it doesn't matter. Just don't go if that's not the right choice for you. Mm-hmm. And if there's, if you have to leave, at, you know, if you're there and you make that decision to leave, don't feel bad at all. It's your, like, no, no event, no matter how big, no matter who's there. No matter what is being served, no matter what type of music is playing, is not worth your sobriety. It's not worth risking your sobriety over. So if you feel like you need to leave, leave. If you feel like you shouldn't go, don't go and don't feel bad. Um, so that was pretty much it. That was a really, really good list. And I think we did a good job at keeping it like thanksgiving christmas like we did a good job of touching on both holidays so if we want to recycle this for uh if we want to recycle this for christmas you know we can kind of do that yeah you know and again i think this applies to like most holidays it's just it happens to be like a lot of holidays in a short period of time right right um well and you know what we'll do is we can always just reference like if we're approaching a holiday um, we can say, you know, if you want reference this episode, uh, you know, for some, for some sober holiday tips. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we go, uh, fantasy football, let's see here. Let's do some fantasy football updates. Dum, da, da, da. Okay. Uh, Another week we got we got manhandled. It it this is just <sighs> <laughs> now it's becoming a thing. It, this is becoming a thing. Um, so this week we took on Drunk Theory. Uh, I literally don't know what to say. Um, let's see. Uh, one, two, three. We had three players performing under their projected scores. Okay. Uh, they had their their star running back, Jonathan Taylor, rushed for five uh, rushed for four touchdowns and and caught a touchdown. So he had five touchdowns on the day. He scored fifty-three points and he was only projected for nineteen. Okay. So that in and of itself fucked us. If that if if he had scored his projected amount, we probably would have still been in the running for, to win this week. However, right now we're 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 losing by f- almost fifty points, but we still have two. We have Chris Godwin from the Buccaneers, and we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. And the good thing is they're playing the Giants. They're playing the Giants. 
So if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers blank the Giants and Chris Godwin has an amazing game, there is a chance that we could win. You never know. Okay. So so there's there's some hope, maybe. Um, so <laughs> right now we only have a thirteen percent chance of winning. But you never know. You never know. You never know. That's right. Like the New York fucking lottery. Hey, you never know. <laughs> Isn't that a great I watched I saw that on on uh on um I think it was a stand-up special. Like, isn't that a great slogan for a lottery? Hey, you never know. Yeah. Uh, so any plans for um, Thanksgiving? Like, where are you headed? Um, we're going to my parents. Um, we actually okay. combine both families anyway ah. for, for Thanksgiving. Um, okay. And, yeah, I normally do all the cooking. I'm not this year, obviously. Um, that must be a relief. You know, it is and it isn't because I actually don't mind normally. I like I like to do the whole like holiday meal. It makes me feel pretty good. I like always do the basics, but always like a different version of it. Okay. Um, so it's it's fun and I like planning and things like that. I like to cook, but um, with the little man cooing here, it's, okay. it's not quite possible. Um, so we'll go, but no cooking. One one year i asked my mother to make this and begrudgingly she did it i think i told you about this already she made with the turkey you know how sometimes you you know traditionally you're supposed to make the stuffing you're supposed to stuff like you're supposed to make it inside the turkey yeah i never scoop do it out right you make the stove stop right or you or you make it you you don't make it in the turkey traditionally, at least in my family. Yeah. But this year, th- this one year, I told my mother to make the stuffing out of mashed up White Castle burgers. I saw it on the internet. I was like, Ma, you got to try it. Just please just try it one year. If you don't like it, we'll never have to do it again. And let me tell you, I thought it was delicious. My dad thought it was delicious. The whole family thought it was delicious except for her. And to this day, we haven't done it again. <laughs> um but this year we're going to we're going to uh we're going to Michelle's uh sisters and uh they're they're going to be hosting this year so uh I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Um you doing any Black Friday shopping or no? No, I I don't really think so. I don't know, we'll okay. see. <laughs> I I say that but I probably will. <laughs> I mean, I probably won't go to the store, but, you know, I'll probably uh, get some gifts for people. Oh, Black Friday. Oh, my God. The entire store at Bath and Body Works is buy three, get Get three three free. free. That's candles, body care, soaps, fucking everything. Hey, Michelle. Mo, can you hear, can you come in here for a sec? Oh, she's busy. Okay. I did well, that she... last year. I got six candles. Oh, we have it lasted like... me like almost the whole year. We're pushing. <laughs> we're pushing ten. We're pushing ten, right now. Right now, I'm I'm burning this candle from Bath and Body Works. It's called Fireside. Oh, how does that smell? I wanted to know how that smelled. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, let me see if I have. Let me see if I can pull it up on their website. I don't remember exactly what's in it. 
um fireside this is one of mine it has uh smoked cedar fresh clove warm embers and essential oils that's that's what we're rocking right now um and then we have i'm gonna give you some recommendations we have sweater weather flannel another good candle get the flannel one that one's really good uh anything with eucalyptus i'm always down for frozen lake okay frozen lake is really good uh midnight snow mahogany teakwood's always good for the men uh let's see what else is I like the tree farm or Christmas tree farm, something like that. Like that's a, one of my like favorite like December scents. Yeah, we like the. The problem is, Michelle. Michelle likes some of the fruity scented candles, and I'm I like more of the, the um, the clean smelling like outdoorsy type candles. Mm -hmm. uh, so it it's hard to find that balance. So some of the can like flannel and um, fireside, and I think there was another one. There, it's kind of got like a healthy mix of both. Uh, mahogany balsam. That's that's the one I was talking. I was thinking of. These are all really good. Falling furies, champagne toast. I like the the eucalyptus stress relief one too. Yes, eucalyptus, that was one of my favorites. Anything with eucalyptus in it, you can't go wrong. You know, um, one of the cool things, I don't know if you've ever done this, is get fresh eucalyptus at like Trader Joe's or something and put it in your shower. Ooh. It's amazing. And it's like so good like in this weather too when people start getting like stuffy. Okay, I'll look into that. I'll look into that. All right, so we're pushing, we're pushing the 40 minute mark right now. So let's cut that. Let's cut it now, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so for those of you that are, uh, listening to this after the fact, thank you so much for, uh, for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed the content today, make sure to subscribe to us on all the major podcasting platforms. Currently we are on, um, we are on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, Amazon music, and Stitcher, uh, Check into our social media pages. Make sure to follow us. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Get involved with our TikTok campaign to get AJ McLean on the Sober Highway podcast. Um, if you have any information that you want to share with Anika and I, uh, if you want to be a guest on our show, if you want to nominate someone to be a guest on our show, um, you can DM us on any of our social media platforms or you can uh, shoot us an email at thesoberhighway at gmail.com. Uh, anything else? Uh, before we go, I think it would be kind of fun to to each say something we're grateful for this year. Well, I would say this is going to be kind of corny. Mine is um, too. <laughs> um, I got I got to say this. Uh, I I really am grateful for Michelle. I really am because I think I, I hope she listens to this. Hopefully, she can hear it. Um. Nobody has uh, n no significant other that I've ever had 
has done more for me than she has. Uh, she's very understanding of my shortcomings, and she's she's always able to help me through it. Um, she supported me emotionally through some tough times, um, and I'm very grateful for her. And I'm so excited to be uh, that someday I get to call her my wife. Um, geez, I'm about to cry here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just very grateful for her, and hopefully she hears this. Yeah. Your turn. Uh, I'm very grateful for our little rainbow baby, Jonah. Um, you know, it was really, it was a rough road. Um, and we're just so thankful to, to have him and for him to be here and to be healthy. Um, you know, and, and again, like there's a lot of things that had happened, like that he's just a little miracle. And, you know, we're, we're trying our best to, to be the best parents that we can to raise him to be the best person that he can, you know, um, um Yeah. Just looking forward to our life. I got I to be honest with you. I think you, you and Carlos are amazing parents. Um, Thank you. He's going to be, he's going to grow up to be an excellent young man. And, you know, I, I, when you said that, you know, it makes me think about how the story that my parents told me about how, you know, my, my mother had miscarried three times before I was born. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she she told me that story, and you know, it really, it really made me second guess how awful I used to treat my parents when I was growing up. So, um, you know, they they were very appreciative of that when I apologized, and you know, it was just it was just an it was it was a big moment in my in my upbringing when we had that talk. Yeah. I mean, anyway. we always, we always joke uh, when Jonah's kind of like laughing in his sleep and stuff. We're always saying that he's talking to his big sister. <laughs> Are you, wait, what? No, no. He's talking to his big sister in heaven. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we will catch you next week. Yep. Bye everybody. Happy Thanksgiving.